This your boy Tommy via Raw Sex, and we're going to jump right into it. And so, like, I'm about to read you guys a post that someone else posted, and it really got me to thinking, like, damn, everything these girls do and say these days, you know, with the backing, of course, of the beta males and the gays, but still, everything, it's just like it gets debunked. Like, if I'm not debunking it, somebody else debunk. I mean, it just gets debunked. And I believe this is a woman that, that made this post, too. I mean, according to the display pic that she's using. Um, so I want you guys to, to check this out. Right? I'm going to read it to you. I'm going to read it to you. Give me a second. Give me a second. For some reason, every time I decide I want to do something, something ends up disappearing. Hold on now. Let me pull it up. Oh my gosh. Hold on, you guys. I really don't like that. Okay, I'm going to read this to you guys now. Ready? It says, let's start treating and dealing with BBL. For y'all who don't know BBL, Brazilian butt lip, all these girls getting these fake asses. She said, let's start treating and dealing with BBL culture like the mental illness that it is. Black women keep dying. I love how... See... I really love this post because it gets specific. I'm tired of the bullshit tiptoeing around. Because, of course, here comes the black women that are going to say things like, mind you, this is me talking. I'm not reading this. Here come the black women who are going to say things like, oh, it ain't just us. It ain't just us. Okay, but first of all, you are our priority. Like, if you want us to start claiming the rest of the world, then just say that. All right? You are our priority. You should take that as a compliment. You should take that as to make you feel special. Maybe you should learn how to respect that you're at a priority and be treated as such. Okay? And stop complaining about it. Number one. Number two. No. Majority of this is going down through you. Okay? It just is what it is. All right? We could talk about where you got it from, who started it, who, whatever. At the end of the day, y'all have become the new queens of what I call body mods. Some of y'all call it plastic surgery and things like that. I don't call it plastic surgery because it's not always plastic. But one thing it always is, is body mods. Body mods is also a term that we use in the garage, you know, <laughs> or need for speed midnight club video games. You know, body mods. I mean, you take the car and you tune it up, put like a new fender on it and a spoiler. And <laughs> All right, we're not going to go there. I ain't going to disrespect y'all today, okay? I'm going to try not to be disrespectful, okay? Yeah. <laughs> Let's read what she said. Black women, yes, call them by name, keep dying left and right on the surgery tables or in post-op. Yet people still say, if it makes you happy, to each his own. When someone they know or know of wants to get one. That's the first slide. Let's read the second one. Surgeries are designed to ease pain that is greater than the pain of recovery from it or to save your life. Electing to undergo it for vanity purposes, knowing the risk of death, short-term risk, and long-term health complications entering into the realm of a body dysmorphia. Now, before we even go any further, did you know that there are surgeries to make your dick bigger? Yes, there are natural surgeries that are kind of like a BBL, where they could take some of the fat from your body, if I'm not mistaken, and they can like basically do some type of something, something, injection or something to make your penis girthier and I believe even longer as well. Now, dick size. Let's just talk about dick size really quick. It's one of those type of things that literally, to our knowledge, we have no control over. There is no 
there is not a thing that we can say makes a man end up with a bigger penis or with a smaller penis, right? But it's something that has been held over our heads now for 30, 40, 50 years. Some would even say longer than that. I'm just going off of my relevancy, what I can see. I don't know what they were doing back in ancient Greek and Rome. I don't know in ancient Egypt if they were talking about, well, his dick bigger than yours. <laughs> for real, I mean, who knows? Maybe that's how people got elected kings. Like, I don't, I don't know. But I do know, I'm just saying it. I do know within the more relevant times and more recent times that we have seen it being something that's held over men's head, mainly by women, but even by other men as well. It's something that has literally affected a lot of men's lives. Some men have lost their wives just strictly not because of anything more than penis size. Some men have killed themselves. Um, men have shit took out their anger on other women. They call that what they call the incel rage. Um, you know, this it's something that has literally been a detriment for the male society for a long time. And then for everybody who's thinking that's just for little dick guys, that's not true. I read a story actually. Um, of a woman, she filed for divorce within one week of being married to her husband. I guess they didn't have sex before marriage or whatever like that. Um, because his dick was too big and she couldn't enjoy sex with him. So she didn't see a future with him. You know, um, dude was affluential. He made money. Obviously he was charming enough to get her to marry him without using his dick. But she can't have sex with him. Shit. She got to go find a smaller one. Right. So, and I've heard other stories similar to that one too. So it's not always just the small one, you know what I'm saying? So it's, it's really something that men have had to deal with for a long time. You would think that by now, especially seeing that the medical world is literally ran by mostly men, that by now there would be more research on the penis beyond size, right? Why, where does erectile dysfunction come from? Where does, uh, even just simple things, you know, I've had simple questions for even doctors that I've had in the past. And I'd like, I ask them a question and they really just don't know. I'm like, how do y'all not know this? But you can, you can literally give me a vagina right now. If I wanted one, you could, I mean, think about it. We live in a world that can give a man a vagina, but they still haven't even found a real true cure to dick size or erectile dysfunction or um, coming too quick. They, they don't understand. They don't even, they don't basically long story short. They don't understand the penis yet, but they can make a titty bigger, sit higher, smaller, fatter, wider, make the butt bigger. And if I'm as a man, they could take my dick, cut it open and turn it into a vagina, but they don't know how to make it bigger though. Like they just now having surgeries for this type of stuff. And it hasn't even gone on long enough for us to really know the long-term results. But like I told y'all before, we're a guinea pig lab rat generation anyway. A lot of the things that we do, we don't know. The, we don't know the long-term results of what social media after 20 years can do to a brain. We don't know what what is it. What is a 20 a 20-year 20 binge of Percocet and Lean? What like what does that look like? We don't know. You know, we don't know what OnlyFans, how it's going to affect these girls and their children in the future. Everybody just trying new shit anyway. BBLs. I mean, I don't know how long they've been around, but they've, they've, they've made a big splash within the, in the last like six, seven years. Right. We don't we don't know what what does a BBL look like after 30 years? How many more surgeries do you have to get? After you get the first one, how many more updates do you have? To, it's like an iPhone, right? You got to keep updating it. We don't know. Now going back to my original point, not to go off too much off topic, because there still is more I want to read to you from this lady, what she said. But dick size 
is such a detriment in our society for black men, white men. I mean, imagine being a black guy who's tall. Who has, you remember growing up, they say big feet? Who has big feet, but then you got a four inch dick. I mean, that must be the worst thing in the world, right? So, I mean, and y'all laughing, but I mean, he had no choice in that. I mean, that's something he has to literally just kind of just live with. You know, as men, we just have to live with, with it all. I mean, dick size, height, skin, um, condition, hair, everything. I mean, we don't get to just go throw on something over what we have. You know, um, we get made fun of. If we were to do that, and which I've seen men do things like that, especially with their hair, they get made fun of by women who wear fake eyelashes, lipstick, makeup, fake nails, fake everything. But if he go puts on a toupee because he's going bald, you know, he wants to still have hair on his head. It's a, it's something to laugh at. You know, we have one of the most detrimental things that we have to deal with, which is dick size. See, a woman says her weight, but you can lose weight. He can't really, if he has a four inch dick, it's going to be a four inch dick. It's never going to be 12 inches like and, and, and it's a very risky thing. So what I'm trying to say is this. There is a way to get the dick size bigger, right? But yet, most men, if they have a four-inch dick, they're going to just live with it. They're going to, shit, they're going to get out here and get some money, learn how to tell a really good joke, and learn how to eat the hell out of some pussy or something. But they're going to just live with it. And there's dudes who have like four inch dicks who have now, they the only girl that they can find that'll put up with them is the type of girl that will tell him to his face, like, look, I'll deal with you. I'll suck your dick. I'll fuck you. I'll marry you. But you're going to let me fuck other men. So just because of his dick size, he's now, he's literally now casted into a world of just complete humiliation. And that's the only way a woman would deal with him. Let's keep it real. Nine out of 10 women listening to this episode right now, you would not be with a man who had a four inch penis. Right? You wouldn't. But the thing about it is this, as detrimental as that is to us, here's the thing. You would never be with a man with a four inch penis, but plenty of men will date you with your little flat butt. Plenty of men will date a girl with a cup titties. The fact that you are willing to go out there and risk your life to get these things when men are literally dying and killing themselves because of their dick size and they still won't bring themselves to a table just shows you Who's the real shallow group of people here? See how I brought that full circle? They, they love to tell us that men are shallow, but as we're seeing in today's society, men are not as shallow as y'all like to say we are. Or I think every nigga, even a nigga with a nine-inch dick, would be trying to get a little, just put a little extra in there for me, doc. All the money these niggas is getting, shit, who's paying for most of these BBLs? It's niggas half the time anyway. They can pay for their BBL. They can pay for them to get a DDL. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? I don't know what that stands for, but you, you you get what I'm trying to say. Like, you know what I'm saying? They can pay to get a DDL, but niggas just stick with what they got and find somebody who gonna like it and compromise if they have to. Like, y'all don't get y'all don't do that. Not saying that you should or you shouldn't. I'm just simply saying you don't. How you how you gonna fix your mouth to call us shallow? When look what you're doing, right? No, well, let's let's get deeper though. Let's get deeper. I'm just I'm just trying to compare. I'm just trying to show you the comparison here, right? Dick size is so much more detrimental than flat ass. I think we all can agree with that. I think everybody listening, male or female, can agree that dick size is so much more detrimental than a girl with a flat ass or a girl who's... Because half the time, these girls who get these BBLs, they don't have flat asses. They just don't have big, fat asses. That's all. And, and somebody will like it. But you run out there and do this out of your own want let's keep it real it's not men telling you to get bbls it's women let's keep going 
the mental illness that leads one to fly out of the country or open up their bodies in the country, knowing the risk is called body dysmorphia. Please help your friend or family member get to the nearest psychiatrist should they show symptoms wanting to get BBLs. Then she posts a Google post explaining body dysmorphic disorder, which is a mental illness involving obsessive focus on a perceived flaw in appearance. The flaw may be minor or imagined, but the person may spend hours a day trying to fix it. The person may try many cosmetic procedures or exercise to excess. So, once again, let's go back to dick size. I know some of y'all are like, damn, come on, Tommy, leave the dick size thing alone. No, but I have to use it because it's, 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 most men would not do anything to their chest or their abs. If they had anything they would do, they'd either make themselves taller or make their dicks bigger, right or wrong, right? Some of y'all may not want to admit that, but it is true. That's what you would do. If you could do anything to your body right now, you wouldn't get lighter, you wouldn't make your skin darker. You probably wouldn't make your hair grow. You'd want to be taller or shorter, or you'd make want to make your dick bigger or maybe even smaller. So let's not cap. You know what I'm saying? So let's talk about it. That's what I'm saying, right? So what I'm saying is this. I just want to just throw this out there. They, they like to say little dick energy or big dick energy. But clearly, if it was that much of an issue... Wouldn't more men be trying to do the same thing y'all doing? So what it's safe to say is that our modern women have a mental illness then. That's what it reads right here for anybody who is disagreeing. This is is the official answer, you know, for BDD. For a BBL, you got to have a BDD. BDD is body dysmorphic disorder. Something that men do not suffer from. Women do, clearly. Could we deal with whatever it is that we have? If we got man titties, shit, we either hit the gym or we, shit, we're going to have them man titties. If we have, if we short, then shit, we're going to be a, a one fly short ass nigga. If you're too tall, you're going to learn how to play basketball. You hear me? Like, you know what I'm saying? If your dick small, you're going to figure it out. If your dick big, you're going to figure it out. Like, no matter what we have to deal with, right, we deal with it. How shallow could we be if we wouldn't be willing to go kill ourselves to take care of an issue that literally hangs over a lot of men's heads their whole life? You got men who have everything. You know, I mean, just imagine like literally like women don't even understand this because they're just most of them are just lazy and they put this stuff in their own head. But imagine being a man and feeling like, damn, every girl you meet is leaving you because of something in your pants that you have no control over. You have everything else she could ever ask for, you know, like y'all don't know how y'all don't know how that would probably feel. A lot of us don't know how that feels, you know, that's when one time and I felt bad for saying this to this dude. I, we, were, we were going back and forth and trying to, I guess, argue with each other on some dumb bravado shit. And I said, nigga, he tried to say he pulled more girls. I mean, this was when I was, you know, we were young and dumb. I wouldn't argue with somebody like this now. I said, nigga, every girl you've ever fucked, you only fucked once. And everybody in the room got quiet because they knew what I was trying to say. Like, nigga, you 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 have no reoccurring pussy in your life. It ain't hard to fuck a girl once, nigga. Now let's see if she come back. Show me one girl in your phone right now that done fucked you more than once. 
and that's when me and him almost got to hitting because yeah, I, was, I was saying some real shit but at the same time it was fucked up I shouldn't have said that to that man cause we all know why them girls only fuck him one time you feel what I'm saying and there's nothing he could do about that so I'm gonna read the next slide how does body dysmorphic disorder affect people hmm people with body dysmorphic disorder may see themselves as ugly think about their perceived flaws for hours each day miss work or school because they don't want others to see them avoid spending time with family and friends have plastic surgery possibly multiple surgeries to try and improve their appearance what does that sound like we see going on right now then you got to think deeper than that bro she done changed her hair she done put silky hair on her head she ain't got nappy hair no more she done put these fake eyelashes on she ain't going back no more she ain't never gonna walk down the street really with a bare face no more it's deeper than just BBL, nigga. And she getting her titties done. We see these girls nowadays, their bodies literally don't make no sense. You got a fat woman's ass, but you got a skinny woman's waist. Like, that doesn't make any sense. You know what I'm saying? And just think about all the stuff that those women have to go through to do it. I told you guys a story. I went to, this, I went to a teacher's house, bro. I was dealing with a teacher at one point. And I, and I walked into her room. And she had a dry erase board, a big old dry erase board. A big one too. Like that wasn't like huge, but it was almost damn near the same size as the ones in the school. But it was on it was on wheels, like you could roll it around. And I seen all this math on there. And I'm thinking, well, she is a teacher. She's probably doing some math. But then I noticed dollar signs. I'm like, okay, she's probably saving up for like a house or a car. I mean, she had a car. Um, but maybe she wants to get a house because she stay on she stay in an apartment off Ponce. Bro, this, this girl saving up money to get a BBL, bro. And I'm just thinking, like, you're not a stripper. You don't do OnlyFans. You're not a prostitute. You're a teacher. You literally work with middle school kids every day. Why do you want a BBL? What do you, why do you, and, and mind you, this girl already has an ass. I just want to throw that out there too, by the way. She already has an ass. She already has an ass. Why Someone who wants to spend, who spends majority of their time around minors wants to have a big old butt who already has a nice size New Orleans ass booty. Why is it that you want more booty? I just didn't understand. She's literally calculated all this money to figure out how to get it done. You feel what I'm saying? Now, I will say for her, she has no children. She's not married. Her her apartment is good enough size for her. She has a decent car. I mean, if she wants to get a BBL, she's not really taking much away from her life financially to save up for one. But then you have a lot of women who are, though. You know what I'm saying? There are, and this is what I'll be trying to tell y'all. Also, when I said women are not humanitarians. Think about it this way, bro. Like, these women these days, they make all... Think about this way, bro. The women these days make, make... You got women out here making dope boy money, bro. You remember back when we were growing up, dope boys gave out Christmas presents, bought turkeys, stuff like that. You ever see these women do anything like that? No. Think about it this way. Women cry so much about the world and how the world is this way and how the world is that way. Then they'll go save up $3,500, $5,000. I mean, to me, if you could save up $3,500 in today's economy... You know, and you're not like a multimillionaire or something like that. I think it's kind of impressive. I would give you a, I'd give you a pat on the back, but you save up thirty five hundred dollars to go make your ass fat. That does nothing for nobody. 
These women don't save up no money and go start no organizations. They talk about how women get raped a lot. Okay, well, where's your rape organizations? Where is your molestation organizations? You talk about how a lot of men like to sexually assault y'all on the workplace. You ain't working towards that. But you'll go save up some money for a BBL, though. And see, I wanted to really talk about this. The women say that a lot of women are, are arguing this abortion Roe Ro versus Wade thing and saying, well, you know, we can die through pregnancy and stuff like that. Okay, you can die through BBL. How am I supposed to take... Okay, so look, 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 let's, let's, let's break that down. So you have a group of people that are so worried about dying, apparently. They're so worried about dying. I need y'all to really follow me here. This group of people is so worried about dying, especially inside of a hospital, it seems like, right? Because, I mean, if you die trying to have a baby, you probably gonna, that's probably going to happen in a hospital, right? So, you, you know, you are so worried about dying. But then you, let me show you how women are. I'm about to, I'm about to really expose women to y'all. And there's nobody who can deny what I'm about to say, bro. There's no denying this. There's no deflecting. You could just simply not like the fact that I had the balls to say it. But you can't deny what I'm about to say. I'm about to show y'all. Y'all ready? And I'm not even going to go too much into the detail. I'm going to just go down the list. You ready? You scared to die to have a child, but you're not scared to die to get a fat ass. You say you're scared of men, but yet you talk to men in ways that you wouldn't even talk to another female. You say human trafficking and sex trafficking and these men are crazy. They'll kidnap you. But yet you walk down the street with your head in your phone the whole time, not making contact, eye contact with anybody and always got your eyes glued to some shit that literally <clears throat> can cause a distraction for you. How many times, fellas, do we see women get out of the car? Uh, they pull up somewhere and get out of the car and not look at nobody around them. How many times, fellas, have you fellas just try this? For the next week, I want you to, every time you pull up to a red light and you look to your left or your right and there's a woman in the car, stare at her and to see how long she stare back at you. She won't, more than likely, half the time. Like, they be they be in their own little world to be so worried about getting kidnapped and killed. You see what I'm saying? Like, y'all's complaints and y'all's actions just aren't adding up. The math ain't mathing. You see what I'm saying? Because I, you know, I have to then translate that to men. And I, and I see when men make certain complaints, you start to see certain things like, okay. Like you have a nigga say, hmm, I'm so worried about getting shot, man. My neighborhood bad. Go ahead and grab him by his waist right now. You're going to see a pistol there. That's, that adds up. That makes sense. If you tell me your name, your neighborhood is dangerous, so dangerous and it's murders and everything like that. And then the, and the correlation I find to that is you don't go anywhere. Even if you have to go right in your own neighborhood, down the street without a pistol on you, that makes sense. Now, if you're going to tell me how dangerous your neighborhood is and how bad your neighborhood is, and I toss you a gun and say, yo, you finna go to the store, right? You say, yeah. And I say, well, here, take my strap, bro. You ain't got no strap, do you? No, I ain't got one. And you say, no, I don't need no gun around here. I'm good. But I don't want to hear you complain tomorrow about how bad your neighborhood is then. Because there's certain neighborhoods I don't, I'm not, if I, and, and that's why I don't like to go to them. If I don't, if I, if I'm not, no, I'm hell no. I'm not going out there without no pistol. You know what I'm saying? The police don't come around there without their pistol. They come, as soon as they get out of the car, they got their hand on the gun. They don't give a fuck where they at. And they're the police. Ain't nobody finna shoot at them. You see what I'm saying? Like y'all, y'all, y'all's little complaints don't be adding up. 
You said you want to wrestle, but you keep getting with future. I mean, your complaints just don't be adding up. You say there's no real men left in the world. Where the real men at? And then you turn around and shame masculine men and uplift and congratulate and embrace feminine gay men. Your complaints aren't adding up, ma'am. You say Arab black women. You say every woman wants to be like you. Then tomorrow you say nobody wants to be around you. You the least. Why does nobody want to date me? Why is these girls doing what they want to do? I thought you said everybody want to be like you. You cannot. You said so. Are you a victim, or are you the suspect? Are you out here getting killed, or are you out here killing shit? You say you're the most educated, but we haven't seen any infrastructure come from you yet. Where's the infrastructure? I get what the statistics say. I'm not gonna argue with number and data. However, where are the results of these of this education? I mean, the most educated group should run the country by now. Because you're referring to college. You're not just referring to how smart you are. You're referring to how many degrees you have. So, where's the infrastructure? Because all I see is makeup artists, rappers, strippers, OnlyFans girls, nurses, and real estate agents. Where's the infrastructure? I'm just saying, like, a lot of y'all complaints don't make sense. You a lesbian screaming about abortion. You in a whole relationship with a female. You're not attractive. Ain't nobody ever going to rape you. You don't, have, you don't ever have to worry about rape. Ain't nobody going to walk past all these beautiful women to come rape your fat, uh, green hair, uh, green pinkish hair. You, you know how them white feminists be looking with the with the, with the nose rings and the ugh. Ain't nobody finna touch you, girl. And that bitch you with is never gonna get you pregnant. What the fuck you care for? Why do you care? You so worried about you saying, well, because we can die. If you so worried about dying, you wouldn't be fat. Ain't nobody in this world that's gonna be fat come convince me that they really care about their life. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, 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 I'm sorry. I know that's offensive. I get it. Maybe one day I'll be fat. Who knows? But I'm just telling you, y'all's complaints don't add up. Nobody wants to tell you this because we want to keep coddling women. But where is that got women? Besides confused. Besides out here angry. Let me look at them. They talking about some incel rage. What the fuck is this abortion thing? Y'all out here looking like some incels. I'm just saying that y'all y'all walking around with bloody t-shirts on and talking about kill all men and some more shit. What what who's incel now? Incel means involuntarily celibate. Half of y'all are what I call insings, involuntarily single. So we're seeing a lot of insing energy out here right now. A lot of angry women, huh? We've been coddling them for too long, allowing them to continuously lie to not just us, but themselves. And that gets them or any of us nowhere. I mean, just look at it, bro. Look at the huge alarming rate of women who want to go and literally put themselves into my, I, I don't even want to, it's to the point where I don't even want to say what I'm about to say, but I'm pretty sure if you are decently wise, you know where I'm about to go with this. All I'm going to say is there are things I ain't ever wanted to go through that I watch women willing to go through. That's what I'll say. I ain't going to say what it is. I don't even want to put it on there. You know what I'm saying? Like you women will literally 
go and put yourself into surgery. You don't think that's crazy? I never looked at it like a mental illness. But I'm glad this woman, and matter of fact, let's give her some credit. What's her name? Um, and you can see this on the Instagram page, Natural Genius Academy. And her name is African World CI1. Uh, that's her name on Twitter. Actually, oh, so this Twitter page is also the Instagram page. So that that's the same person. Okay, so yeah. So when you when you when when I when, as a man who just literally tries to thrive in being objective as possible, I, I do have my biases. I wouldn't I, I would never lie to y'all. That's the point of calling this podcast raw sex. When I first made this podcast, I decided, you know what? When I do this, I'm gonna be as objective as possible, no matter how biased it may come off. Um, I have to be honest with with my my listeners as I'm always very vulnerable with you guys I'm always very honest I do have my biases but they I still try to root them within being objective as possible okay so when I look at these these women you know and I listen to them I do listen to women I don't believe all women no but I do listen to all women and I listen to women and I hear them and I listen to their plights I listen to their complaints to their stories, I'm like, okay, cool. The results don't be adding up. The results don't be adding up. And that's when I started to look at women and be like, I don't know if I should take any of them serious. Because what they say come out their mouth and what their hands do and what their how their feet move is just completely different. You know, and their complaints don't make sense. Say what you want to say about men. But when men as a collective have a certain complaint, you start to see men move towards it. Now, one complaint I have noticed with men that they complain about a lot, but they don't do anything about is the type of women that they say that they want, right? They say, oh, I don't, these hoes, what's going on with these hoes these days? And the next thing you know, like, nigga, you married to a hoe. And I get it. Y'all know me. I'm all for the reformed hoe. You know, I always tell y'all, I may talk about them, but I love hoes. When I say I love hoes, I mean that almost like a big brother. I don't mean that like I want my wife to be a hoe. I mean like from a platonic, you know, place of understanding, it was always the hoes that I got along with the most because hoes have no choice but to be decent people sometimes. They may do a lot of fucked up shit, but some of the best women I've ever met in my life once you look past what they do and don't do, just who they are as people happen to be what y'all call hoes. So when I say the word hoe half the time, I'm really just going off what people call them. I wouldn't want to call them that word. But for a lack of, you know, anything descriptive for you to understand based off of their hairstyles, their lingo, their lifestyle, their career choices, things like that. This is what most of us, male and female, would call hoes. However, a lot of men say they say these things, but you don't see them running after these things. So the results ain't adding up. You see what I'm saying? Which I think is a very detrimental one for fellas. Fellas, y'all got to tighten up on that. If you say you want a natural woman, why you keep running after weave heads? We got to we got to show the weave heads. It's no longer a go. You know what I'm saying? Like, I get that some of them still look good and you might want your little dick suck or something like that. But you have to be tough, man. And that's why men can't get nowhere because y'all not tough. 
women can't get nowhere because they can't stick to they they they're they, and you think the world doesn't see what I'm saying? No, the world sees it. The world is just not saying anything. But I'm gonna tell you what the world is doing, ladies, and this is why you're not getting no results. The world doesn't tell you what I'm telling you, but it moves the way I'm telling you. So the world is peeping you out. The world is seeing like, okay, they're so worried about dying, but yet they'll go run over there and get surgery. I mean, just think deeply about that. People try their best in life. Most normal people, literally, if they could try to avoid one thing in this world is surgery. Like if they can avoid one thing in this world, it's surgery. We try our best as humans to avoid putting ourselves under a knife. Having literally the, 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 I mean, just imagine that. Like you'll go lay. I mean, just think about how literally mental. Indeed, look at it this way. This is who we, as a court system, give custody to by default for children to be raised by. These modern women should not be treated the way the old women was treated, bro. They have shown that they have a mental illness. You will literally take your body. You will save up money. Some of y'all, and let's, let's, let's be clear what a lot of these girls are doing to get that $3,500, y'all. That's not all these girls are working hard and saving up their money and their little, from their little uh, salary or their wage job. No, some of these girls are literally putting themselves in very, very dangerous situations. Some of y'all talking about human trafficking and sex trafficking and abusive men and men are crazy and men will do this and men will do that. But right now, if a nigga on Instagram you never met in real life and you have no references to, meaning there's somebody you you can't even call somebody like, girl, you know this nigga? If he if he look rich and he see everything look good on his page and he say he want to fly you out and he going to give you some money to come hang out with him for a weekend, half of y'all will go do it. Some of y'all will go do it while you got a whole boyfriend. But you worry about crazy men, though. See, do y'all see what I'm saying? Look at the way these women move, but they so worried. Look at the way women dress right now and have the nerve to even talk about rape. How dare you do that? When when the women in the 1970s and 60s were getting raped, they wore a dress above their knees. And you out here walking. I was just the other day, bro, I was at a store. The girl in the, in the store with her child. And she had her booty cheeks hanging out of her shorts. She down there looked naked. But she worried about rape, though, right? Not saying you deserve to get raped if you dress a certain type of way. But it's a fact that it attracts certain types of energy. Like, it attracts horny, pervasive men. Like, if you want to dress like sex and look like you damn near ready to fuck right now, it doesn't attract men to be like, how you doing, man? You look sober. No, it attracts niggas to be like, damn, I'm trying to fuck that bitch. Like, you feel what I'm saying? So you've now made yourself vulnerable to men who also have rape in their hearts. That's all I'm saying. That doesn't mean you deserve it. See, we understand that concept in any other realm. If I told a young black man, if we told a young black man right now who wanted to sag his pants... And put a colored bandana on his head. Hey, you know, those guys might shoot at you down the street if you dress like that. Or the police might mess with you. Nobody comes and stops us and says, well, the police shouldn't do that. No, we just say, yeah, young brother, you might want to watch how you dressed. The way you dress right now, you're going to attract. I know you. OK, I hear you. You're not a gang member. You're just wearing this because it's cool. And white boys should be able to. When you say white boys dress like this, too. And you're right. But you're not a white boy, sir. You're a black boy. And unfortunately. 
consequently, other black men, when they see you dress like this, they're going to assume you come from a certain lifestyle, from a certain world, and they're going to impose that on you. Same thing with the police when they drive by. Same thing with the Karens when they drive by, when she calls the police on you. You understand what I'm saying, son? Nobody stops us from telling that young man that even though he's possibly about to go get murdered. Yes, rape is bad, but you still live after it half the time, right? So we'll, we won't stop it when there's murder on the line. But for some reason, when rape on the line, we don't stop these women from dressing crazy. And when I say to a woman, hey, you know, you say you're so worried about getting raped, but look how you're dressed. I'm the bad guy. Right. And and nobody ever looks at it like, well, no, nah, he's just trying to save her because unfortunately, that's just how the world is. I'm not going to rape you. My homeboys wouldn't rape you. The men I even know of more than likely would not rape you. But just know that dressed like that, you've put yourself in a certain energy. So when these women talk, you have to look at them, too. And it's funny, the more that they talk, which is these days they talk more than they've ever had before, the less results you see. It's like the more they talk, the less results. You say you so worry about rape, but you'll get flew out. You'll go sell your pussy with no pimp. How many of y'all out here got a homegirl or you yourself then sold your pussy before with no pimp? Who is going to protect you? Okay, even if the nigga didn't want to hurt you, what was you going to do to that man if he told you, I'm not giving you no money? Bitch, what was you going to do? Some of y'all say, well, we get the money up front. Man, you ain't talking about nothing. You in that same room with him, you don't you don't stand a chance. Now, if you got a homeboy outside, a pimp, you see what I'm saying? You might be able to be able to put up a little battle, right? Here's the thing about it, right? These women like to portray these 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 victimhood stories. Oh, abortion is gonna get us. No abortion gonna get more women killed. Y'all ain't worried about getting killed. I've already debunked that. The way you walk down the street shows that. The way you dress shows that. The way you, the thing that you're willing to do to your body just to look good temporarily sometimes even shows that. Hell, the way you talk to people shows that. Y'all ain't worried about getting killed. Look how y'all talk to men these days. Seriously, like seriously, think about the things you've probably even said to a man that he's probably never heard from any other man. You know what I'm saying? Like, it be shit that y'all be saying like I've had women come at me in ways I've never had a man come at me ever and I done been I done been in them spots I ain't one of them type of dudes to say that and I grew up in a no I, I've been in them spots I done been in a room full of people doing life for murder okay I, I done been in the worst parts of the jail I done been in juvenile growing up I done been in some of the worst neighborhoods in Atlanta New York Florida Chicago, and I done got into it with niggas in some of these places too. Arguments, altercations, fights, whatever. And at the end of the day, I ain't ever had a man speak to me in the way I've had not only women to say speak to me, but women I don't even fucking know. I mean, just think about that. I mean, your mom talking to that way, your sister talking, they, they have that confidence of, well, this is my brother, this is my son. He ain't gonna, he might get mad, but he ain't gonna kill me. But y'all will talk to a stranger any type of way at a job where he can literally come there anytime and find you. Like, you're not worried about death. You're not worried about rape. You're not worried about getting kidnapped. Stop the cap. You're not. Because your actions aren't adding up. I got homeboys that have literally left the state because of one nigga looking for them. And now I'm some pussy shit either, bro. But just because they don't, why should they have to deal with the drama? You know, they got kids and stuff like that. That's what it looks like when somebody makes a complaint. And it adds up. See what I'm saying? You talking about some my ex-boyfriend is crazy. You haven't moved yet, though. 
You haven't moved yet. You work the same job that you was working when you was with him. You got the same public Instagram page. So you so you mean to tell me that and you post your location all the time while you're at these places. So you you mean to tell me that for some likes and views on Instagram, you will risk your life from this so-called crazy ex-boyfriend. Either you don't care about your life or your ex-boyfriend isn't as crazy as you say he is. Come on now. Come on now. Come on now, y'all. Come on now, y'all. He's not as crazy as you must say he is then. I'm a man and I've had a crazy ex before. And trust me, I made every step I could to get the fuck away from that bitch. I even at one point, because she was threatening to do something to me, I had called my homeboy who knows her. And I told him, I said, bro, I need you to do me a big favor. I need you to call her. And just act like, you know, tell, and mind you, at this time in my life, I was doing good. I had, I had, I had so much stuff. And trust me, I wasn't. I was far from what I was telling him. Tell him, I was like, bro, this bitch. I need you to do me a favor, bro. Tell her that you just saw me downtown eating out of a trash can, and it looks like I was homeless. Cause I didn't want her to be able to pull up anywhere. You see what I'm saying? And then, and other things like that. So I was just like, no, like, you know what I'm saying? Just tell her that, you know what I'm saying? Like I was willing to literally portray myself like I had fell off, which is something that she would definitely love to see, but I didn't care what she thought about me. You know what I'm saying? As long as she leave me and my girlfriend at the time alone, you see what I'm saying? I wanted this girl to literally think that I was homeless on the streets eating out of trash cans. And I didn't block her number. I just don't have a phone no more because I'm homeless. And no, you can't come to my mama house or such and such house or my spot because at the end of the day, I'm homeless. I don't got nowhere for you to show up to. And, and you, you can't find me on social media because, bitch, I don't got a phone. See, that's why. See, because when she thinks she blocked, that's when she get more mad. So I wanted her to think, like, no, he's not blocking you. But I didn't want him to call her and be like, hey, he's not blocking you. I want him to call her and try to act like. Yo, what's going on with bro? Like, I just saw him outside, like, eating from a trash can downtown. Like, when I called his name, he looked and he ran. He looked all scruffy. Like, I wanted him to, like, call her, like, almost like he... I mean, I knew she wasn't going to give a fuck. But at the end of the day, it would have made her leave me alone. You see what I'm saying? Y'all y'all don't be making no type of efforts, bro. That They don't make no sense. Then I went to change my number, change my Instagram. I went and... Went up to Chicago. I got the fuck away from this girl. Like, you feel what I'm saying? Like, nigga literally left the state just to get the fuck away from her. Like, you know what I mean? Like, bro. She had gave me a phone like a couple years ago when I was getting out of jail or whatever like that. Nigga, I went and put the phone by her house. Boom. There go your little iPhone everything. Like, I'm straight. Like, don't. Like, there's no, there's no more attachments. And she still kept coming and finding me somehow. So I was like, God damn. You know what? I called Cam. I said, Cam, tell this bitch, call her and just be like sounding sad and worried and make it seem like I'm really homeless, homeless. Like, not just like, oh, you seen me walking down the street. No, you saw me eating out of a trash can, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, tell that bitch you saw me eating out of a trash can, homie. Like, he was like, for real? Like, I'm dead ass. He's like, you sure you weren't thinking about you? I said, yes. 
As long as it means she'll leave me alone, I don't care what that bitch think. I'm really about ready to have a fake death certificate printed up and have it sent to her house in a funeral arrangement. <laughs> for real, bro. That's how that's how crazy she was, bro. Like this bitch was crazy, and me and her only dated for like three months, like four years prior to this event even happening. So she was that type of crazy. But you know, we ain't gonna talk about her too much. Because I ain't act like she just didn't have too much of a reason to be crazy. But at the same time, she really didn't have no real reason to be crazy like that, bro. Like, there was no reason for her to be that type of crazy. Angry, upset, maybe. But not that. No, not after all that time. And how many times I told her, I, like, we weren't going to ever be back together ever again. Like, it's just not going to happen. Uh, so, long story short, man. Y'all results don't be adding up. They're not making much sense to me. And I'm pretty sure a lot of y'all listening now that I've kind of broke it down to you, at least as, as much as I simply can put it, you starting to see it too. Like, wait a minute, you right, bro. I mean, because, I mean, think think about it, bro. Think about the things in your life that you've complained about or that you've, you have found there to be an issue about and how you said as a man, you know, as men, we understand we're not going to get coddled in life. See, maybe that's what it is. The women are just thinking like, you know, well, worst kind of worse, I'll get coddled or whatever like that. But as men, we know our victim story is literally going one ear and out the other. So we don't have time to sit up there and let victim stories be created for us. So what we do is we get the fuck on. You feel what I'm saying? As men, we get the fuck on. We get the fuck on and we get the fuck out of here. We're not going to keep playing with it. But when you see women, their biggest complaints these days right now is abortion and it's men, 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 men are crazy. Men are violent. Men are toxic. Men are rapists. Men are sex trafficker. Men are human trafficker. Men are just bad. And it's like, well, the results don't show that. The more and more you talk about men, the more women we see literally moving into industries that are literally fully consumed by men. I mean, you'll have a girl who has like OnlyFans. She's probably done some stripping before. She does pornography. She might even do meetups, aka she sell her pussy, complaining about men. And how crazy men are. Ma'am, you literally live in a, a world funded and like by men. And all you do is put in their face pussy that they'll never get. I mean, I don't know, but I'm pretty sure that that would lead to a, to a possible rape now, wouldn't it? If men were as bad as women like to portray us to be, we'd be out here getting dick surgeries. We'd be out here getting height surgeries or wearing shoes that make us look taller. We would be the ones out here. We'd be the ones out here. Y'all, half of y'all be dead by now. The way you talk to men, the way you treat men, the way some of y'all dress, half of y'all wouldn't even be able to walk down the street without getting raped every day. Like, you would not be able to live these free, liberated lives that you live that, by the way, are completely accessible because of men getting out of the way. Because what y'all don't realize is that women slut shame women more than men do. When I was growing up, the first person I ever heard somebody call somebody a slut was a woman calling them sluts. The good women used to always call the side chicks and girls like that sluts and hoes. Like, y'all don't need to worry about us. I was watching the show the other day, and these two girls got to arguing, and one of the girls going to tell the girl something, don't you sell pussy for a living? Oh, you're a fucking escort. Ah, ha, 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 ha. 
like we don't hear men say shit like that like we don't be that bothered by it when you think about it men fellas we got to start demanding more credit we are actually the good ones of the earth we are actually pretty some pretty good people when you think about it bro we donate to charity we donate to the homeless people we take care of people we would give the shirt off our backs when have you ever i've seen a man give the shirt off. i have it on camera bro i have my homeboy doing that shit i've never seen a girl give the shirt off her back to no to no girl or guy ever ever in my life ever and i'm always in the heart of all the action bro ever bro have i ever seen a girl do that shit never why don't one of y'all take them wigs off and give it to one of these homeless women so they can maybe go get a job or so they can have a better pillow at night you don't ever see i mean you laughing but i'm dead ass serious you don't ever see it bro you've never you've never seen it bro when I was homeless, bro, I remember my, I think my first day I was homeless, bro, I had this big ass suitcase with me, man. I got put out my damn daddy house. You know what I'm saying? I was like, damn, where do I go? It was men driving up to me. Hey, brother, you good? I'm like, yeah, I'm all right. Here, take this $5. I'm straight. Now, take this $5, young man. I'm going to pray for you, young man. Ain't not one bitch stop and say, hey, yeah, young bro, you all right? You good? What you got that suitcase for? None. Not one. Fuck you talking about? What are you saying? It was it was men, bro. When we would go to the um, what's that shit called downtown Atlanta, man? The Mission Center and help out. It be men in there helping out, street niggas and all. You don't see street bitches doing shit. Them hoes make twenty thousand dollars a night stripping, two thousand dollars a night. They don't get none of that shit back to nobody. They don't ever have no turkey giveaways for homeless moms or nothing. They don't do nothing for nobody. You don't ever see these bitches do no type of work. Nothing. Almost every male rapper got something going on in his neighborhood. Gonna put a a, a free uh, grocery store inside of his school. Twenty One Savage put a basketball court in his hood uh, and some more shit. He got all kinds of shit going on. Uh, little baby got all kinds of shit in the city going on. Gucci man, all these niggas. Y'all say it's so destructive. They even Lil Dirt got some shit in Chicago. But guess what? Where where's Lotto shit at? What about Megan Thee Stallion? Who from Houston? Where where is it? Where is it? Beyonce don't got nothing. Nothing for you. Beyonce, the so-called peaceful one. But Jay-Z, the ex-drug dealer who stabbed the nigga in his back and shot his own brother. I'm not snitching, this is what he tell you himself. He out here trying to do criminal reform, prison reform. Y'all biggest humanitarian is Kim Kardashian. How the fuck that happened? How the fuck Kim Kardashian passed up to Raji P. Henson, who's from, I think, Baltimore. Beyonce, who's supposed to be the queen of the fucking world. Rihanna, who's from a poor country. I mean, I like these women, but I got to call them out by name. Nicki Minaj ain't never did shit for queens. But she says she the queen. How the fuck y'all let Kim Kardashian pass y'all up, bro? Kim Kardashian, the spoiled white bitch from Beverly Hills, done shot right past y'all hoes. How did that happen? But y'all supposed to be so perfect. Meanwhile, as you sit up there and you and you talk about everybody else, look at you. Look what's going on. Look what's going on.
Y'all got a mental illness. And I think it's more than body dysmorphia. I think you got, I think you really have mental dysmorphia. Cause you're delusional. Your plight, your struggles, your complaints, and the results don't add up. That's why I'm going to call something out too that's going to really offend some people, but it's true. But you ever notice that some girls like to be choked and they like to call you daddy and they want to be basically abused in the bedroom? Did you know a lot of those girls, they grew up having that shit happen to them by their own dad? Who would want to translate that to continue to continue to live that fantasy down every night? And then cry about it tomorrow. So to, in the daytime, you're a victim of being raped by your father. But at nighttime, you want to keep reliving being raped by your father. See, people are scared to say this stuff I'm saying. They, oh, damn, he didn't go there. Yeah, I, I did go there. I did. Not to offend anybody, but let's let's get it out on the table so we can maybe have a solution for it. Like, let's talk about it. That's weird. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. And I could be wrong. And somebody, I'd be willing to have the conversation. I, and like I said, that's why I want to put it out there that what I'm about to say, I'm not really too sure about. But if I had to guess, if a man grew up getting raped, like, you know, like getting like fucked in the ass by a man, he doesn't grow up and tell men to fuck him in his ass. And if he does... I'm pretty sure he's not like, yeah, fuck me rougher. Yeah, push my fucking face down and tell me I ain't shit. And I'm a little punk boy. And if he does do that, that's a mental, that's once again, that's see, you're not going to convince me that's not a mental illness of some form. We would call it then one den, right? Then let's go back to the, let's go back to the abusive sex thing that a lot of, a lot of women like this rough sex. And I'm going to tell you guys something too that y'all not going to like, but this is actually true. And I know this to be true because a woman told me this. But I'm, we're going to get to that part in a second. But hold on. Let's go back to the rough sex thing. But all this talk of abusiveness and men being toxic and things like that. But yet there are so many so-called feminist women who would get in that bedroom and basically tell you to basically degrade them in, in the bedroom. It might even be beyond something you'd even want to do. It's to the point where some women, they, they, they can't even get off if they're not being degraded. See how that was again. The plight's not adding up. Because in the daytime, you're a feminist warrior who does, and women don't deserve it. But as soon as you get in that bedroom, you're a, you're a slut slave. You're submissive. You're all these things that you talk so bad about. Am I right or am I wrong? Then you have the, then, now let's talk about this, right? Let's talk about rape fantasies. How many women have rape fantasies? There was a study that was, this is on Netflix. There was a study that I'm, I'm going to try to find the name of the show so y'all can go watch it yourself. I think it's called Sex Explained. And they did a study and they found out that it was actually very high percentages of women that admitted in this study that they have rape fantasies, bro. How many of y'all were raped and you actually liked it? Hey, dang, I'm touching, I'm touching them subjects now. Nobody wants to talk about it, but it's true. How many of y'all was raped and deep down inside you slick like that shit? Let's talk about it. I'm not saying every single one of y'all, but some of y'all, yeah, that's why I saved this part for the last guy. I know y'all gonna click out, but it's true. Some of y'all have been raped and y'all like it. There's been women who've admitted to that, bro. 
There's been women who have actually went back and found the matter of fact. Oh, shit. Somebody was just telling me this story not too long ago. And if I told you who this person was, you wouldn't even believe me. But she's the daughter of a major celebrity. And she was raped by a not so major celebrity. But still, somebody that all y'all listening know who he is. And she was raped by him back in college. Well, he was in college and she was in high school. And she was raped by him. And she told me straight up that that's why she likes rough sex. is because of that sex that she had with him. She liked it. She didn't want to admit that she liked it. She struggled with it for years. And she said she went back and found him. And and this is what she said to me. I don't want to say it the way she said it. I'm going to just say pressured him into raping her again. And some of y'all in relationships where the girl don't want to have sex unless you take it from her. She don't want all that organized sex. No, all that consensual. Mm-mm, you got to walk up to her, bend her over. She got to say stop three, four times. And then you got to just kind of just, uh, and that's the only way she like it. Where's the talk at? This Me Too women, it must be just be the, the women who don't like that type of shit then I guess, huh? Because there's women who love that shit. I had a girlfriend once tell me that shit. Well, she wasn't my girlfriend at the time. We were just friends at the time. But she told me that shit. She said, I want to get raped. Because I've always wanted to be raped. I hope I get raped one day. And she was dead ass serious. And even though we were young, I remember asking her, like, why would you even say something like that? Like, why would you put that out there? Right? And she broke it down, bro. Trust me. Now, I'm not saying all this hoping that you men go out there and rape women. Don't do that. I mean, you know, it's one of those type of weird-ass taboo fetishes that these women have that I wouldn't advise you try to be the one to try to, you know, tame it because there's no way to tame it without basically playing Russian roulette. You know what I'm saying? Um... I'm pretty sure if she told you that, then you, I mean, it's not rape at that point. So they want the surprise element of it. Some girls go to work every day, bending over in front of the men in their jobs, just hoping one of them just finally just walks up and just starts playing with her pussy. Like, let's, let's, let's be real, right? So the, so this, the general overall collective, and this is why they say, yeah, it's funny. Y'all like to say, don't generalize women, but all women do is generalize each other. Y'all like to speak for each other all the time and say, well, women don't like this. And it's like, well, no, you don't like this. Because if we're going to say women, then that means, once again, the results just aren't adding up to your plight. The math is not mathing because you say you don't like this. But this woman right here is literally depressed in life because she's been working at this same law firm for over 10 years now. And she's bent over plenty of times. The shirts have gotten skimpier. The titties have come out even more. The hair has gotten longer. The glasses are sexier. But for some reason, these none of these men have the balls to just walk up to her and be like, I'm oh, you want to play with me? Come on, let's fuck. And that's what she wants. She doesn't want a guy to be like, hey, you want to have something? No, she wants a guy to come over to her while she's making coffee, bend her over and fuck the shit out of her in the break room. That's what she wants, bro. You see what I'm saying? And we all know this because a lot of us, you know, we pushing pee. We done been there. We, you know what I'm saying? We done been there or we got a homeboy who done been there or something. 
So y'all be trying to have these collective plights, and it's just like, I don't know who you speaking for, but you can't be speaking for everybody because the results don't fit everybody. Hell, they barely fit you while you over there talking and complaining. So while you sitting there talking about death on an abortion bed and an abortion clinic like that and things like that, what about the fact that your fellow sister will go out there and risk her life to get a fake ass? What about that? What about that? No, her body, her choice, then. Oh, men can't have a say in, in, the, in it now? Now can men have a say in it? Or do we still have to shut up? Because women told us to. The same women who want you to come and save the day for them every fucking time they get in some trouble. So it's your boy Tommy Via Raw Sex. And I'm out. I kept it raw. What you want me to do? Don't be mad at me.